0: Welcome to Music with a Mission, where our purpose is to perpetuate and promote the Christian and positive idea through the medium of music and other arts. Our guest is Harry Vaughn.
1: Who is this child, the angel did speak of? Christ, the everlasting Lord. Who is this child, son of the highest? Christ, the everlasting child born of a birth
0: TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis. Always good to have you with us. Our guest is not really a guest at all to us here at Times Square Church. He's family, kind of a fixture here at the church and here at TSC Music. And his name is Harry Vaughn. Harry, great to have you on Music with a Mission. Thanks for having me. Normally, you are behind the scenes engineering the podcast. Today, you join us out front as we slave over a hot mic. There are, as our listeners are about to discover, many facets about you. Mm. You're not just the house drummer or the church drummer here. And prayerfully, we'll be able to get to all of those aspects. But we rarely start with the branches. We like to get to the roots. So let's get some logistics and family dynamics about you just to start things off.
2: Well, I'm Harry Vaughn, of course. Uh, as you just said, um, I'm the youngest of five kids. Nice big born of Yeah. Born from, uh, my mother's name is Ethel Vaughn, single mom. um, Raised in church my whole life. Oh, a church kid. I'm a church boy. (laughs) That's it. Okay, okay. Church boy. And um, I started playing drums when I was uh, was pretty young. I was probably like maybe five or six years old. Really? Yeah. Nice early start. Yeah. Were you
0: trained in drumming at all? I mean, I know you said you started at five, but was there some training along the way?
2: I was fortunate enough to to go to some of the better schools for music like, like um well I went to a really good junior high school that pretty much uh, uh, cultivated and um, just nurtured music in me like where a lot of the teachers and even the principal gave me favor wherein I wasn't even supposed to be qualified for band and like in junior high school I had to be a senior in order to get a music class but as a freshman they put me in the music class and they kept me in music for all four years oh. of my junior high school. Okay. And then when it comes to high school, a lot of uh, young people know that you have to apply for certain schools or even audition.
3: Hmm.
2: I applied for LaGuardia, which is a music and arts school. Um, some people know it from the TV show Fame. Mm-hmm. And um, that's
0: when people are walking around in the halls with yeah. uh, French horns and yeah, dancing and jumping dancing through, the air, through the
2: Yeah, lunch tables. Was it really like that? No, it didn't really go down like that. Okay. They weren't playing. They didn't want nobody standing on their tables <laughs> okay. and stuff. Okay, but um, you know, there were a couple of times where we tried yeah, and whatnot, yeah. and then, you know,
0: was that your only drumming experience? Just school?
2: No, I um, I was fortunate enough at a young age to even make it into Juilliard. Really? Like I was I was young. I mean, you went to I'm, Juilliard for a brief period. Well, I don't want to get into the whole thing because I think higher education is great. And I don't want to uh, I don't want to taint it. Understood. With, with what I did. Well, tell me. But, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> okay. I, know, I know my mother wasn't completely happy, but um, the time that I did, I was there. Yeah. It, it was an excellent experience. Really? And I learned a tremendous amount of uh,
0: theory theory that you put into practice here in church music fundamentals that you put into practice here in church yes sir really yeah okay it's just dynamics
2: and reading music and musicianship things along those lines
0: we've seen you in church and in worship and you seem just so effortless i mean you never smile but you seem so effortless i'm working on that yeah (laughs) 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 i know you're serious when you're playing those drums
2: it's a habit that i developed doing uh an activity called drum corps where we were trained to be serious and really focus hard. Yeah. So when I'm focused, I tend not to smile. Okay. And sometimes when I am smiling, I think I feel like I'm, I'm I look insane, so I don't do it much. <laughs> you know, because if you see me up there on the what, on, the, on what, the, the mad drummer, or something? yeah, I don't want to look like Animal from the Muppets. Okay. So I try to try to keep it as neat as possible. Understood. But it can be uh, misread. Sometimes
0: one of the things that really surprised me about, you you know, we did a podcast recently, uh, a live writing session. You were in that session. Mm. And during that podcast, you sang and sang quite well. Uh, I was extremely surprised. Oh, wow. When did you start singing?
2: I believe it or not. Growing up, um, we grew up. We went to a a small storefront church. Mm -hmm. And um, the way I started playing drums was um, one day. I, my brother and I, and my mom, we went to an afternoon service at the church that we were attending uh, um, back in the day, and they had like a quartet group that came by. Mm-hmm. And for so, and for those of you who don't know what quartet music is, you can almost uh, you can almost describe it as um, like listening to the Temptations or one of those types of groups mm-hmm. from Harmonic. that particular period. Yeah. Period, mm-hmm. but they're just you know they're singing about Jesus and God and and you know just you know, godly things. Okay, Some of them. They don't all do that, but right. that's what it's supposed to be about. And um, my brother and I, we were sitting there in the, in the front pew and they had a drummer. Now, we had never seen a drummer, you know, in, in, um, in real life until that particular uh, uh, moment. And mm-hmm. once he started playing, it was just I, I was just so caught up just watching him. I was probably four or five years old. Mm. And um, for years after that, I always, you know, I wanted, uh, you know, in my heart, I'm like, man, I want to do that. I want to, I want to play. I want to play. I want to play. And um, my brother and I, we would um, you know, from time to time, we would take my mother's pots and pans and set them up, kind of like drummers, and no and just go at it, really, and get in trouble, get chased. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, get grounded. <laughs> and we, you know, but it got to a point where, you know, my mother would send us outside so we wouldn't be banging on her pots and we'll be banging on the garbage cans and drawing a little bit of a crowd. Really? Because it, you know people thought that you know it had a beat, it had it had rhythm mm-hmm. and you know back in uh say the 70s, late 70s early 80s, you know that's still around the time when um I guess breakdancing and you know guys standing on a corner yeah. you know doing their duops mm-hmm. you know was still fairly popular. And um you know not that that was our goal. We just you know we just wanted to play drums. Understood? And, that was kind of an outlet for us. When did you start drumming here for Times Square Church? I started here in 97, the summer of 97. Okay, I, um, I started the very first, um, I guess, playing assignment that I had with them was outreaches. They
0: That's were almost doing, 15 years ago.
2: Yeah. It's a long time. Okay. Yeah.
0: Good long or bad long? It was a good long. Okay. It was a good long. How so?
2: Um... Just You learn a lot about missions and, and, and um, just the heart and how to serve, even when at times when you don't even want to serve. Mm-hmm. Like um, back in those days, I mean, not that it was an extraordinarily, you know, a long time, yeah. although, it, you know, for some people it was a long time. They used to do outreaches, whether, you know, when it rained, they did them doing heat waves. Oh, Most yeah. of them were doing heat waves. <laughs> so, you know, you really... You, you try to develop a tolerance, yeah. but, um, you know, hot is hot.
0: Yeah, indeed.
2: <laughs> you know, indeed. I, I remember doing an outreach in Coney Island. I mean, it, it. I will never forget it. It was so hot, the organ actually melted into the asphalt. Are you serious? It, I'm dead serious.
0: Well, that's dedication just to <laughs> stay <laughs> out there uh, during it, that type of It era. was extraordinary. Yeah. Take what, Harry, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to have first break here on Music With A Mission, and we're going to find out more about this drummer, singer, songwriter, arranger and engineer harry vaughn when musical the mission continues
3: god is incredible god is with
4: you god is aware of your struggle
3: god is ready to forgive
0: god, god
4: is powerful.
1: god is your friend god is a good listener god
2: is for you god is willing to god help. is and always will god be god
3: is able to god attack god, is. god
2: good is power to
3: God is a provider. God is, Jesus. God is here.
5: God now. is the one who loves God you. God are. is
4: merciful. God he is the husband to the widow. God is the one with your God hands.
5: God is
3: hand. there when no one else is.
0: TSC Music Radio, where God
4: is. This is Carter Conlin from Times Square Church.
0: The Bible tells us a story in the Old Testament of a time when a city was suddenly surrounded by a problem and an enemy that was too big for them to handle. There was a young man who cried out to his master, and he said, Oh, what are we going to do? His master, who was a man of God, said, Oh, God, I pray open his eyes that he may see. The Scripture tells us that the Lord opened the eyes of the young man. He saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire around about them. If you could understand today the incredible resource of God that's available to you, I'm speaking to those who are struggling, those who are living in despair, those who don't know what you're going to do about tomorrow. God has your tomorrow already in His hand. If you will turn to Him, if you begin to pray, He'll open your eyes and you'll see something of heaven that you've never seen before. It's time to pray.
3: To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org.
4: Change me, rain in me make the pursuit of righteousness my goal undo me lord renew me regenerate my heart and make me whole when i leave this place let me surely know i have been the love of soul, when I leave this place, let me surely know, I have met the God. My life before Your throne. Search me, Lord, unearth me. Cultivate the seed which You have sown. When I leave this place, let me surely know I have met the God.
0: with a mission and we are back speaking with my brother harry vaughn you know a lot of folks don't know this but harry vaughn and i were in the same ministry at one point that's right that yeah 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 we were in the <laughs> same baptist church yeah. he was playing i don't know you must have been like, what 12 years old then i was
2: i was probably like 10 11 12 something like that yeah and i, I was, was young.
0: Pro- and i was probably about 15 during that time and yeah <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah with your kingo hat the two-fingered <laughs> ring <laughs>
0: But I I remember him then, and he's always been serving the Lord, and he's always been a vessel for the Lord on those drums. Thank you. We didn't get to the answer of singing. How did you start singing? Okay. Um, The way I started
2: singing was um, my mother wouldn't allow my brother and I to play drums until we actually joined the choir.
0: Oh. Yeah. Kind of a prerequisite. Yeah,
2: because I guess she felt that – it, it builds character. Although, I mean, we, we never really the had... The
0: choir that. builds character. Yeah. Really? Did you feel that way?
2: N- now, th- when I look back, uh, you know, in hindsight, yes. In retrospect? Because it, 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 uh, it um it causes you to put yourself in a, uh, a singer's mindset. Hmm. So when you're playing, as opposed to you just, you know, bashing away, everything that you play is uh, intentional and it's supporting and not out front especially when it comes down to uh, singers and musicians.
1: Is
6: risen,
0: Of choir, you know, recently I saw you in room 409 and you were teaching the choir. I happen to know that Greg Thomas kind of challenged you once before to begin practicing the skill in the area of teaching the choir. What was your first experience in that? Was that it when I saw you there? No, I've done it several times before. Really?
2: Yeah. How do you like doing that? It's good. I mean, it's, it's not too difficult. I mean, from my upbringing, you know, three part harmony, four part harmony. It's not that difficult. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So,
0: so you're saying that it kind of comes a second nature to you based on the fact that you were brought up in the church. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: The, uh, it gets, for me, it it would become more complicated if I got into songs where it was, you know, if they were like in a different language okay. or a different style of music that I hadn't really been exposed to. Mm-hmm. But um, I've been exposed to uh, uh, my fair share. I don't want to say all. Music, but um, I've been exposed to you know enough of it to really get by. Like in, what? Um, jazz, Which? classical, mm-hmm. pop, hip hop. You know, all all genres. Almost yeah, huh? pretty
0: much. Okay. okay.
2: You know, th- and you know that's just the 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 world's definition. Yeah, that's yeah, how no, they understood. define it. Yeah, in, in that But But
0: I remember you saying that you're kind of middle of the road when it comes down to genres and music. Explain that to me again, because that, you know, well, I middle mean, middle of the road f- for me, I mean, I understand
2: why they 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 put a lot of and this is just my personal opinion. OK, this isn't necessarily necessarily the view of Times Square Church or anybody employed. Well, thank you for that disclaimer. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it's cool. It's cool. Because, <laughs> um, you know, some people do take offense, but I, I don't growing up, although I learned a lot of those styles, the more I became uh, devoted to to Christ and just worship music and, Mm -hmm. you know, his creation, I stopped more and more believing in the whole
0: idea of these different styles. Different styles, like what, Like praise music and...
2: Well, yeah. I mean, for some people, you know, in order for it to be a praise, it has to be a fast song.
0: Hmm.
2: Now, there's nowhere in the Bible that actually says that. Hmm. Or if it's a worship song, it has to be slow. Hmm. You know, I mean, but it's something that's been, I don't want to say propagandize, but it, it's something that, you know, people have learned and they just say, it's they tradition. don't even give it. Yeah. They don't even give it thought. They just say it. And then it creates, in my opinion, like a lot of different divisions, like mm-hmm. where you get people who are into Christian hip hop as they know it as, and people who are kind of like a country, um uh you know, it's like they're into country music, like, you know, Pastor Carter, he's, he has a country, Uh, Western type of way about presenting his music Mm -hmm. and I, me personally, if it glorifies God and if it conveys a message in the evangelical sense, Mm -hmm. I think it's all relevant. And, you know, people really, they get tripped over, they get tripped up over to me, small things. And it's not even the lyrical content it's the beat that seems to drive them crazy. The beat. Yeah. Really? So, I mean, if you actually take the music, the musical aspect away from it Mm -hmm. and a person just spoke the words you wouldn't know what it was. Ah, interesting you know point.
0: So you're saying you're saying then that you know our view of it is just tradition, do you think?
2: I think it's tradition. Mm. I think it's it's a huge tradition. Mm. And, it, and it's a way of separating it for to make it marketable.
5: Hold me down. That won't do you no good. I'd walk through fire to get to where I should. Standing alone in a room full of fear Your grace, the only thing that keeps me here This spark deep inside me has become a raging fire I've been tried and I've been tested And it's taken me high Go ahead They could not shake me, they could not break me when they thought they
0: For me,
2: arranging is, is just that Um, if you have, for me, if I have like an emotional bond with it or if I can understand what that person is trying to relay okay. through the song, because my position is when, when I'm arranging a song, I always want to stay as close and as true to the original melody that the writer actually uh, wrote it Okay, in its intention. Mm-hmm. Um, Some people may not be the greatest of singers, but they could uh uh give like a rough draft yeah. and and most time it's not in three part harmony so what i do is i'll add the three part harmony for the the alto sopranos the tenors maybe even the bass or baritone mm-hmm. if it if it calls for that
0: and i remember you saying that makes it choir friendly
2: yes okay. because you i mean if if it's just a, a um a, me- a melody then uh, you can pretty much call that the, you know it's like a soloist mm. you know and if everybody's singing the exact same song um, not the exact same song, but singing the exact same me- melody, it's not really a choir piece. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. What about writing? Do you write as well? I write as well. What's your method in writing? I don't really have a method. God gives me a song doing, you know, doing some of the strangest of times. Um, I try to... Strangest of times like when? Like for me, he'll give me a song in my car.
0: Really?
6: Yeah.
2: Okay. Or if I'm... I can be walking somewhere. I, I I can't say, I as a me as a drummer, and I know this is weird. I love
0: quiet. Wait a minute, you cause the most noise on stage and in worship. I mean, it's like bam, bam, bam. I know,
2: I know. And you
0: like quiet?
2: I like when Peace I'm and quiet. When I'm not playing drums here at Times Square Church, or or learning some music for the ministry. Yeah, I typically prefer to just be quiet. Is that when the Lord drops a song in your spirit? Typically, because it gives me time to really just meditate, Mm -hmm. you know, without all all of the other, you know, distractions. So, you know, there are days when I'm after I've played, um, I'll take the long way home because I think he's trying to say something to me. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll take the bus as opposed to the train or, you know, let my wife take the car. Okay. Or, you know, when I first started here, I used to walk all the way home. I see. I live way up in Harlem. Church is on 51st Street and Broadway. So you'll
0: take that walk just so God can speak into your spirit. Just so He can speak. And then what do you do?
2: And um, if if I um, if I can, yeah. and some you know, because sometimes when He gives me a song, it's just between me and Him. And if I if I think it's a song that, you know, He's giving me a release to do with the, the ministry here, yeah. I'll try to sing it into my phone
0: okay yeah I okay. love
2: I love the, the type of phones where you can just hit a record button and sing it yeah, before, yeah that's, you know. that's
0: a consensus among songwriters among well amongst the Christian songwriters that I've talked to they like to record whatever yeah. one or two line melodies they yeah. get or,
2: but the amazing thing is mm-hmm. I, I I honestly believe that the god-given song like when, when he sings it to you it doesn't go anywhere like I got mm. a lot of songs in my head and like you you might have a, a, um, some um, I guess, spoken word stuff that you may have in you Mm -hmm. that has never been pinned. Sure. But it's it's not going anywhere. It ain't going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you remember that more than you remember
0: algebra, probably. You know what I mean? What's algebra? Yeah. (laughs) X equals Y. Why did we need that anyway? So you are a drummer, singer. (laughs) You remember algebra, huh? (laughs) Enough. I I think I could get by. You're crazy. (laughs) I've never used algebra in real life. Um, drummer. Yeah. Singer. Arranger. Songwriter. Yeah. And you engineer the podcast. Yeah. How did you get to engineer the podcast? What was that about? Um,
2: uh, to, to be quite honest, I, I didn't volunteer. It was, it was my assignment. <laughs> it was my assignment. And I took okay. it as an opportunity for me to really learn uh, recording engineering. Okay. I mean, I, I was doing some of it um, before. I've never done a podcast, like a radio type of setting. No. Yeah. And it just gave me more experience. Were in there the any
0: series of events that led to this? That is, you engineering the podcast? I don't think so. Greg Thomas said, you are going to do it, and you submit it. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, that's how that go. Now, you've played with a number of people, No. Um, in my, I mean, in your drumming career, let's let's go back to drumming. You've played with some people, haven't you? I've played with some, some famous people. Because you mentioned a number of different genres.
2: Yeah, I've played with a couple of people. Who? Um, When I was um, still playing in the world, I got to say that I was still in the world. Amen. I didn't do any of this last week or the week before. Okay. But um, I um, played with a jazz artist by like. uh, the name of Wynton Marsalis. Really? I've played with... um. Um, some hip hop people, Queen Latifah, Jill—not Jill Scott, uh, um, Angie Stone—and no the list goes on and on. It's just a lot
0: of people. I, really? I, 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 so you were a sessions drummer? Is that it? Sessions
2: and more so the live setting type hmm. aspect. Okay.
0: Yeah. When so when they they needed you in a concert setting, they called you. Yeah. So you obviously were getting paid then, quite well. I was being compensated. Amen. Yeah. But you now got though, the journalism and you just <laughs> quite well. But now though, you're playing for a church. Yes.
2: And this was an answer to a prayer that I, um, that I had, uh like when I got to the, came to the end of myself in essence. Hmm. Um,
0: you know what? i tell you what. Yeah. Let's talk about that when we come back from the break, because that's a point that I really want to talk about. When you came to the end of yourself, yeah. as opposed to when you were on stage with the so-called famous people. It's great talking to you, Harry Vaughn. Thanks. I don't remember when we've been so serious together. I don't know if you can handle me being serious. I can't. <laughs> so I just try to make you laugh as much as possible. We're going to talk a bit about that, too, when we come back. It's Harry Vaughn on Music with a Vision. Stay with us. Amen.
4: efforts to reach out to those in need in Haiti continues. On Call Medicine with a Mission is hosting an online vitamin drive for Haiti. All donated vitamins will be sent to Haiti with the monthly On Call medical teams. If you're interested in sending vitamins with a team, please visit walmart.com. You can click on registry followed by wish list. It will ask you for your first and last name. For your first name, enter Times Square Church For last name, enter on call. Thank you for your support.
0: TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis. And we are back with our guest, Harry Vaughn, my good friend and brother. We're experiencing the serious side of Harry Vaughn right now. (laughs) Well, you just bowed. You just just want to highlight that Harry jokes a lot. You do. I mean, you're, you're always joking. You're always in a good mood. You're always joyous. I mean, ever since I've known you, what's that about anyway?
2: I mean... After doing so many uh, missions trips with Times Square Church and yeah. going to a lot of these different impoverished areas, um, you really got to look back and, you know, just just see that you don't really have much to complain about
0: when you really? see how they're living. Everybody says you know? that. Everybody
2: says, you know. Just keeping in perspective.
0: Yeah. Everybody says, you should just go on a mission trip. Yeah. Volunteer. How yeah. about? Right before the break, we were talking about you coming to the end of yourself. And that was very interesting to me. What happened there,
2: Harry? I was having a career at a young age as a professional musician, and, you know, I was making a lot of friends and, you know, making money. Um, when, you, when
0: you were playing with Wynton Marcellus and yeah, when I was some doing, of the others. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. when I was doing those type of uh, gigs, and what had happened was is like my 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 spirit, my soul, because, you know, I grew, I grew up in church. I gave my life to uh, to Christ when I was like, uh, say, uh, I was either 11 12 years old. I was young. And, um, me, you know, with me having the, the, the mindset of me just wanting to play, I didn't really take into consideration all that came with it.
6: Hmm.
2: You know, the, the spiritual side of, uh, of, um, playing music. Hmm. It's, it's a, it's an extremely powerful, uh, uh, uh tool, especially when it comes down, uh, uh to, uh, you know, in, in a place of, you know, worship. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, You know, it's like the more I played, the more of my spiritual self, you know, was, you know, being lost to the point where I, you know, I became so, like, depressed. You know, I wasn't suicidal or anything of that nature. But, you know, I I became so depressed, uh, depressed and, you know, discouraged. And, you know, I found myself being that way often. I was happy when I was playing. But once the music stopped, then my conscience starts kicking in. Hmm. You know, for some people, it's, you know, their conscience is kicking in even as they're playing. But for me, once the music stops, you know, it starts kicking in. You know, I start becoming more
0: and more convicted. Many people say your conscience is nothing more than the Holy Spirit. Exactly. Do you feel that's what it was? That's exactly what it was. Hmm. Because I, you know, I,
2: I know what I believed in hmm. and I know who I believed in. Hmm. But my actions weren't being seen or shown while I was playing in those secular environments. So what happened after that? Um, So it got to a point where I actually stopped playing gigs and I wasn't doing anything. You know, for some, for some guys, I actually fell off the face of the earth.
0: You went into exile, reclusion or something? Basically,
2: because what, what, what I had done was I had stopped gigging, and um I, you know i i was praying uh and um doing some of my private time cuz again i enjoy my peace and quiet even as a drummer mm-hmm. and i i was praying to god back in in um in 97 97 and um i just prayed to god that um you know if you really want me to be a a musician you have to make a way for me to earn a living in doing it mm. and still be you know, doing it for a godly reason because, you know, at that time I wasn't doing it for a godly reason. I was just doing it to earn a paycheck, take care of, you know, uh uh, uh my bills mm-hmm. and rent, mm-hmm. you know, food and clothes and things of that nature. Yeah. And, um, you know, I wasn't too concerned with having uh, uh, friendships or, or relationships with, with any of these guys. It was just work. I understand. You know, and um, so my conviction came that way. And I got a regular job, a regular nine to five. Mm-hmm. Um, doing what? Um, I worked at uh, Banana Republic in the stock room. Really? Yeah. That's a little humbling, isn't it? That's extremely humbling, but I was happy. Did you learn anything during that period? Being in a stock room uh, at a clothing store, uh, there really isn't anything going on other than you unpacking clothes and folding it. So you have a lot of time to think.
0: And what did you think about?
2: I thought about God. I thought about his worship. I thought about everything that he's done for me Mm -hmm. uh, growing up, being in a... um, a single parent home, not having much money and about all of the times he brought us through and, um, just how he's, he's still providing. We may not, I may not be, uh, uh, rich or living the way I want to live. Um, in a, um, you know, living the way I want to live, but he's providing Mm -hmm. and I'm able to live and I'm happy. Sure. And, um, what had happened one day was, uh, I um one day i i uh, I took some time off because um you know I was still playing at my local church
0: yeah
2: and uh, I went to my local church where I was playing for you know voluntarily it was for free um they I wasn't on staff or anything like that I was just a volunteer drummer it was uh I think it was three of us three or four of us mm-hmm. and I took some time off and I went down into midtown on 30. 33rd street between Broadway and I think that's six or Broadway and fifth. Yeah. And I got a hotel room for the weekend and I checked in and I stayed in that hotel till Tuesday. Really? And I'm, um, I, I say that and I'm have to backtrack just a little, uh, about a week or two before I was hanging out with a friend of mine's, um, that I went to high school with. And um, we were just walking around in Midtown in this particular area of the uh, Times Square Church ministry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we were walking past the building and he stopped and he said that he had a friend that he used to um, that he went to school with that was playing in the band here. So he wanted to go in to see if his friend was here Mm -hmm. and um, in the main sanctuary. So when we walk in through the main entrance of um, uh, Times Square Church, they were on the stage practicing. Hmm. or having somewhat of a, a little jam session uh uh his name was peter rodriguez it was peter rodriguez John wineglass who was on a podcast yeah. once before yeah. um uh, the former musical director at that time back in nineteen ninety seven and uh the uh young drummer by by the name of atiba, atiba Mota. motta mm-hmm. moto motta mm-hmm. something like that and um so we I walk in and they're up there playing, and you know i, I didn't make much of it I thought, just thought he just came to visit a friend and as they're playing and they're holding their conversation um, he turns and tells the guys that I was a drummer and yeah I was like wow and they were just like hey hey we, we want to hear you play 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 drums play drums so I, I'm you know I'm being fairly modest and you know I didn't want to play mm-hmm. cause I just wanted to just <laughs> you know just chill and relax but um, they, they kept on you know egging me on so I, I got up and played not to be flashy, I was just jamming jamming with them. So essentially, that was your audition. It was, in a uh, spiritual sense. Ah. Because what had happened was, not knowing, because they, they didn't mention it, they were looking for another drummer at the time, because wow. the drummer that was there was, um, was
0: temporary. I see, very Cause good. He,
2: and he knew that you know he was there for temporary reason, yeah. and he was just there until they found a regular drummer. So, they encouraged me to come and audition to play in church. I had never auditioned to play in anybody's church. It wasn't something that I thought was even biblical. done. Okay. <laughs> I, let alone biblical. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, you know, at first I was like, no, nah, you know, just being, you know, just false humility. Like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm a Christian. I,
2: you know, it's on Broadway. Yeah. Uh. but um, God you know he he spoke to me he was just like well you you prayed the prayer this this could be an answer to the prayer now he didn't say it was he said it could be so I auditioned and um, after doing the audition I, I had to set up an appointment to do the audition after doing the audition I didn't hear anything from anyone for about two weeks and now fast forwarding I this is when I checked into the hotel. Right. Yeah, I right. checked into this hotel 2 weeks later after I had done that audition. Okay. I checked into this hotel. So what were you doing in the hotel for 4 days? I was just literally in there just thinking. I was uh, I was doing a little bit of writing, reading my Bible a whole lot, mm. a whole lot. And, and just just sitting in the room, or laying down on the bed in silence. Just you know, letting him speak to me and, or waiting for him to answer a question that I had just asked. So the hotel
0: essentially was your Isle of Patmos. Yeah. Yes. Where where you got revelation from the Lord. What exactly did he tell you?
2: So he, he, you know, he just basically, once I left there, he was just more so along the lines of just be patient, Mm. you know, be patient. Mm. You know, I'm God. I can do what I want to do when I get good and ready to do it. So just be patient. Mm -hmm. Now he didn't say it in those words. But that was the, the rest in my spirit Understood. that I felt. Yeah. So I checked out on a Tuesday, Tuesday at 1130. Hmm. I checked out of this hotel mm-hmm. uh, down on 33rd between Broadway and I believe that's 5th. Yeah. And I start walking uptown. I didn't have any plans. It was a Tuesday. It was nothing going on. I didn't have to go to work or go play at church. And so I walked past Times Square Church on a whim i was just walking by because I think the, the wind was blowing in that direction, so I just went that <laughs> right, di- went that right, way. Right. <laughs> and um, I'm walking by, and in my you know I'm just like I wonder if those guys are in there playing again. Mm. You know I'm not expecting anything, mm-hmm. and as I'm walking through the main entrance, the choir director Warren Carr, who's mm-hmm. on a mission field over in Zambia, said, "Harry, they're waiting for you upstairs." They're waiting for They you? were waiting for me. Pastor Carter and the musical director <laughs> was waiting for me upstairs on the fourth floor yeah. in the conference room.
0: Yeah. You didn't have an appointment
2: at I all. I didn't. <laughs> Apparently, I'm getting to that. Okay. Apparently, back in those days, we used to have beepers. You know, remember the beepers? Vaguely. 2-A-V, beep, like beep, 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 <laughs> beep. You know, I had a beeper, but I left my beeper, my pager, at home because I didn't want anybody bothering me. While I was at the hotel. So what had happened was they were calling me for several days to try to set up an appointment. And what they had done was they called my home, my apartment, uh, where my brother, my twin brother, and my mother was. And they left a message with them. Okay. And they had set up the appointment through my mother. Wow. You know, she essentially just took the message. Right. And I, but you I, were
0: at the hotel room during I this was
2: time. at the hotel. Okay. And, you know, I checked out and I'm walking and I come in and they tell me, you know, Warren Carr tells me that yeah. they're waiting for me upstairs. So mm-hmm. I just, I pretended like I knew what he was talking about. I was like, yeah, I, I don't know how to get there. You know, one of those type of things. Just, you know. So he, he tells me how to get there. And when I come upstairs, the receptionist just tell, tells me just to go straight back to the room. And when I go in there. They're both sitting there waiting for me. Wow. And I was only, according to what Pastor Carter said um, at that particular time, I was only about maybe five minutes late. Okay. So. To an appointment to an that appointment, you didn't even know you had. I didn't even know I had. <laughs> to, if that's not God, you know.
0: Awesome. You know, just, just be patient. Indeed. Just be patient.
2: <laughs> you know, he's like, be patient. I'm going to hook you up. Yeah. And never. Never. I'm not going to say I never look back because I do look back because I'm just like, wow, I've been here 15
0: years. Sure. Well, you look back to where God has brought you from. Yeah. Which has been a long way. But he
2: answered a prayer. That is an incredible big, testimony. Big way. Incredible story. Yeah. So now I can play in, you know, with a spirit of excellence and do it unto God and not feel
0: guilty. Oh Yeah, yeah God is good. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's yeah. like you know you didn't have anything to do with it not a thing it was (laughs) I I literally just walked up the
2: block and walked into the building
0: destiny praise the Lord yeah can we get you to sing a song I mean you sang so well in in the live writing podcast that we did oh can we enjoy your anointing Uh, I I don't know what to sing oh sure you do come on I really don't (laughs) I'll sing if you sing with me oh now see no. You know I'm not anointed to sing. I don't know that. <laughs> God never told He never said that to me. It's what you're telling me. I can't go off your word. <laughs> oh, gosh. You're serious, too, huh?
2: No, no, no. I'm just messing with you. Thank I I, don't, I wouldn't put you on the spot the way you just put me on the spot. <laughs> so I'm going to lead by example. Amen. And i put you on the spot. Am I still on the spot? You're on the spot. Uh, What did you have in mind? I guess you didn't learn the lesson. (laughs) Uh,
0: What did you have in mind?
2: um, There's a song that I wrote uh, called uh, We Bless Your Holy Name. We Bless Your Holy Name. Yeah, hopefully um, in the near future it's going to come out on one of the uh, TSC projects. Well, prayerfully it will. Yeah. No, it will. I've already taught it to the choir and it's (laughs) going to... Okay,
0: okay. How does it go? Um, Bless Your Holy Name. Yeah. It goes... uh, Let the heavens declare
1: his glory. Let the angels all bow before his throne. Sing his praises aloud. The king is here. Let the celebration begin for his majesty. We bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. <laughs> 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 we bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. <laughs> and then... <laughs> This is the second part. Okay. okay. Let the dancers dance before the king. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let the trumpets resound with a triumphant sound. Let the cymbals sing with a joyous ring. Oh, the earth rejoice, for the Lord is come. We bless your holy name. We bless your holy name.
2: Wow. That's the gist of it. Thank you. <coughs> Thank you. <laughs> I actually really like your voice. Thanks. I felt a little pitchy, but, you know, I think people... <laughs> Hopefully, no, we get it. we yeah. get it
0: I, I I get it. I yeah. pray that God uses that song. It's a good song, thank you, good song. You have a protege here at Times square church yeah
2: there there are a few okay i i, I can't directly take responsible for all because of uh my schedule and um i i i I pour into them as much as I can, and that was my question. Yeah. What do you pour into them? well, uh, godliness and holiness first and foremost, and they have to have a prayer life because uh, who they are and what they're into and what they think actually can be heard through their instrument. It's a spiritual thing where, you know, if your heart isn't surrendered to God, if you're getting up there and you're just jamming, it literally sounds like you're jamming. Mm -hmm. And it is a strange sound when you bring that, that carnal sound and try to entwine it in something that's... You know, pure and holy.
0: It's like oil and vinegar. Huh? Yeah,
2: because I mean, ultimately, what, what we're what we're trying to uh, achieve is is um, one. You want God to be pleased with our worship, mm-hmm. and you know, just uh, along the lines of uh, what's uh, I believe it's Second Chronicles. You know, when they were worshiping and they were all in one accord. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. it's this 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 isn't just for the drummers. This is for any musician and singer. You know, anybody participating in worship you know understood yeah Harry
0: Vaughn it's been really good talking to you thank you I mean we work together all the time but I never knew this much about you I think you did (laughs) I think you did you know I I think you're doing a radio thing right now but it's all good it's all good you know for the benefit of our listeners now they know yeah they know a little bit more about Harry Vaughn good brother good brother thank Thank you very much Harry thank you so much for having me
3: take joy my king in what you hear and let it be a sweet sound in your ear We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. We also hope you'll join the conversation online because music with a mission doesn't end here. Check out TSC Music on Facebook to share your thoughts and get regular updates. Follow us on Twitter at TSC Music Tweet for live tweets during every podcast interview. You can even tweet your questions for our podcast guests by using the hashtag MWMPodcast. And of course, you can always email us at music at timesquarechurch.org Or visit the website, tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and I'm the project manager, Jesse Carrasco. Coming up next week on Music with a Mission, we'll catch up with members of the worship team and band from the Times Square Church Young Adult Ministry.
0: And remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Derek Davis. Join us next time on Music with a Mission.